Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. Since after a brief news break... Good morning, everyone. It is 10.08 in Northeast Pennsylvania. This beautiful August 24th, 4th, 4th, this beautiful August 24th, it's a Thursday in the year of our Lord 2023. This is the Bob Cadaro Show, and I am he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. People like Attorney James Spazito. Anthony Tony Fata, William Bill Cusick, Gail Andrews, Wayne McGladry, Thomas Langan, and Bernard Shipkowski, veterans we lost in June and July who we honor and pay tribute to today. Well, the debate is all on our mind, and there's a, a number of texts on uh, – Anthony or Oliver Anthony. So we've got to, I want to talk about that later when we get closer to the song or just after the song. But uh, we've talked with John Perillo and this is, uh, we've sometimes had him on a Tuesday. Well, now it's Thursday, but I, but I got in touch with him last night and I said, well, actually yesterday afternoon, as soon as I saw the plane crash that appeared to kill uh, Yegevni Prigozhin. He was the guy, if you recall, they called it a coup. They called it a lot of things. And John Perillo came on and analyzed that situation for us. So I said, John, I don't know if you're available. He's got a horse farm out there in uh, Colorado. What are you, south of Pueblo? Is that where you are? Yeah, the middle of nowhere, south of Pueblo, in, uh, right. in the desert out here. So, well, yeah. uh, I, I startled him out of his um, uh, his horse washing duties, and I said, <laughs> "Look, at Prigozhin appears to have been killed. Right. Tell us what you think, because you made you know gave us such a great analysis of his uh, supposed mutiny in the first place." Tell tell us what your thoughts are after you've had time to digest his death. So it's a it's a it's a fascinating story, right? I mean, you almost can't make this stuff up. <laughs> when we had the discussion on what Prigozhin did and how that's actually in keeping with the tradition of of petitioning the czar, you know, we closed with the comment that's always up to the czar to determine what the outcome of that winds up being, right? So. You know, you can petition the czar, you can use all the right language, but at the end of the day, the czar decides how to take it and whether he takes it as 
you know, a compliment or as a, as a nod to his power or as a challenge. And well, now we know. And I, I it's almost, it's, if it weren't so tragic, it would almost be funny. And the reason why I say that is that, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to off somebody if you, if you want to do it in a way that just gets them out of the way, right? Pergosian's an old man. He's, he's, you know, he's in Africa where it's, you know, the hundred something degrees, you know, he has a heart attack and he goes away, right? I mean, that's at the end of the day, you could, you could have that happen, but that's not Putin's style, right? So, and it wasn't even enough style, you know, uh, uh, Bobby's old enough to remember in the old days when the mafia wanted to get rid of somebody, they'd throw him through a window and it was a sign to the, to the police and to everybody, that, hey, this, this is just business. You know, we, 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 we're taking care of our own here, right? That's how the mafia used to do it. But again, not enough for Putin. Putin shoots down the airplane that he's in, right? There's no, I mean, we can, we can debate, you know, we don't have all the facts and that's all true. And I'm not, you know, I granted some more information, but what appears to have happened is that they used an anti-aircraft missile and shot down the plane that he was in along with, he was in the plane along with some of the other people that had expressed dissatisfaction with, with what was going on in Putin's military. Right. So what you have is a very public execution by a very, very bad man. And I, I you know, I, I, I was joking with Bob, Bob mentioned, you know, we were texting back and forth and that, you know, it's like the Dr. Evil line that, you know, all he wants is sharks with lasers. <laughs> you know, he, you could not have made a bigger display of the public execution of somebody that disagreed with you than what Putin just did. And the reason why I'm making a, why I'm making a big deal about this is that there is a, there is a, there's an element of Putin apologists going around in, in, in our foreign policy right now. And actually Bob and I were having a separate discussion uh, on a, on a piece that Tucker Carlson had done on our, on the war in Ukraine. And, and in my mind, I don't know how you square that with what is obviously the guy that we're dealing with here. Right. Um, and again, not hard to stick somebody with an umbrella, which is how they used to do it in the, in the old Russian days. They put a little poison on the tip of an umbrella with a needle and they'd stab you and you die. Not, not hard to stage a heart attack. But again, he publicly shot the guy down so that everybody would know what happened to people that crossed Putin. That's who you're dealing with. John so Perillo, let me, let me <laughs> ask this question, John Perillo. Uh, um, it dawned on me that the people who were under threat from Prigozhin and his claims, it wasn't Putin that he was questioning his authority. It was right. the military. And it, right. by all appearances, a military weapon was used to bring his plane down. Could this have been done by a uh, the powers that be in the Russian military, I mean, Putin's not going to cry about it necessarily, but could this have been done at their behest, at their initiation? Okay, I, I would answer that in two different ways. First of all, it's a great question, and I, but I would answer it in two different ways. Could it have been, been done by the military? <clears throat> Bob, what Bob's alluding to is that in his protest, in the protest that Putin was making, I'm sorry, that Pergozin was making to Putin, he, he stated that his, his, his disagreement wasn't with Putin. It was with the military people who had kept Putin in the dark, is the, kind of the way he put it, and therefore caused Putin to make this big error in Ukraine. Um, so, yes, there was an element of the military that, that Prigozhin was really going after as opposed to Putin. Now, so that's the first half of it. So is it possible that the military is who killed uh, Prigozhin 
The answer to that is yes. However, they absolutely did not do it without the knowledge and approval of Putin. That, that's just not that style. Otherwise, you'd wind up, you're the next guy, right? You'd, you know, so I, I would, I, I have no facts to back that up except for to say it's, it's, it's metaphysically impossible for that to happen without Putin's authorization. And not only authorization of, the, of, of taking him out, but the method. Right. That's the that's the nature of that regime and that autocracy. So, so, John, let me so let me ask a a, sort of a a a follow up question to that. Uh, Prigozhin, obviously incredibly wily uh, and a survivor for decades, made himself mega wealthy. He he was, in essence, an oligarch with an army. how did he let this happen to himself? I mean, he knows the forces arrayed against him, and here he is bopping around Moscow. <laughs> I don't right. You know, it's another fascinating question because he made that was one mistake. He actually made two, and the second mistake I think is almost bigger. The, the, you, you know, when I was the XO uh, executive officer of a of a battalion, I never traveled with the commanding officer. That was just the rule, yeah. and we would never gather all of the top officers in the same place. And this is, I mean, I, I, this is a nothing command. We were not, you know, in a, in a, in a major combat zone. We were not major combatants. The, 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 it's just the rule is you never put all your, your top uh, people in the same room. They had essentially all the top uh, Wagner operatives in the same airplane, mm. <laughs> which, which is, which is extraordinary in itself. It's, uh, it's, it's almost as if, I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it other than I don't I can't I can't imagine that level of of um, uh, not of not caring. Right. And so what I suspect happened is that there was, in fact, a conversation between Putin and Prigozhin where, you know, Putin basically said, look, I understand what you did here. Don't ever do that again. Um, uh, you know, you're going to get a pass on this one or whatever it is. You know, let, let, let's go back to being friends and hug and kiss or whatever it is that he, he said. And Prigozhin took him at his word. And then in the background, Putin realized, probably with the advice of his advisors, that that was a, an incredible display of weakness and that he couldn't allow that to stand. And that's what happened. But, you know, I think Bob's point is an excellent one. You know, you have to look at Prigozhin's actions after um, the dismissal by Putin as being a, a, a unbelievably bold, right? You, 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 you're, you're public. He went, he went to St. Well, Petersburg. It's, it's, it's like Salazzo in the Godfather saying, could I have gotten to the Don a few years ago? He's losing it. He's yeah. losing his fastball. And I, apparently <laughs> Bergogian's well, in that, that was, he's in that, yes. that uh, category was. Yes. And, it, and, and it's, I, I like the comparison, right? Because, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I, the, the Russian um, government right now is a kleptocracy. It is a one man rule and he allows certain dons, to, to continue with the metaphor that Bob just started, to exist at his pleasure because they make it easy for him, right? They, they control various industries. They funnel money back to Putin, and they make sure he's happy, right? That's, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mafia organization, if you will. Um, and, and Prigozhin was part of that, right? I mean, the Wagner group was essentially an unaccounted military group that was paid privately to do things that the regular military couldn't do. And to go back to Ukraine, if you remember years ago, back when, when uh, Obama was president, the Wagner group posed as motorcycle gangs going into eastern Ukraine and causing all kinds of havoc. And everybody knew it was Russia, but it wasn't the Russian military. It was Wagner. 
right? So, you know, there's a, you have to look at it in that larger context of the way the Russian military under Putin was operating to see what happened here. And essentially he, he was a carrot. He flew too close to the sun and and Putin had enough of it and said, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. And, And again, I don't think that was Putin's first instinct. I think we saw Putin's first instinct, which was to say, yes, I understand this, this protest to the czar. I think Prigozhin used all the right language. Um, and I think somebody, you know, at some point, Putin realized, hey, wait a second, I've let this go on too far, and now this is a challenge to my leadership. Well, there may be more to this story. We shall see. John Perillo, thank you for being with us on Monday, uh, on Monday Musings. We are going to uh, talk about uh, a Tucker Carlson interview with one of his favorites, uh, former Colonel Douglas McGregor who has an incredibly contrarian view of what is happening in Ukraine and the Ukraine-Russian war. And John's going to break that down for us. So thank you for being with us today. We look forward to Monday. Absolutely, Bob. Thank you again to you and your listeners for spending time with us. And uh, be careful who you get on airplanes with. <laughs> if I see, well, if I see Pergosian or Trump, I won't get on the plane with them. <laughs> I'm with you, but you, you and I could probably travel safely. I think we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. We'll take this break. We'll be back. It's the Bob Cadaro Show. Here, Amelia Earhart. She had embarked this date, 1932, on a 19-hour flight from L.A. to Newark. First woman to fly solo, nonstop, coast to coast. Amazing. Bob Cadaro back with you. We uh, pay tribute to some veterans who we lost in June and July. Bernard Shipkowski, Hanover Township, born Nanticoke. U.S. Navy veteran serving during the Vietnam War. He then later serves as a captain in the U.S. Army during operations Desert Shield and Desert Storm. He was a registered nurse, Wilkes-Barre General Hospital, survived by his wife of 30 years, Carolyn. Thomas Langan, West Scranton, Trips Park section of West Scranton. Oh, I can't say enough about Trips Park. Remember the people on Hawthorne Street? 17 people from one block enlisting in World War II. Well, Thomas Langan uh, joined the U.S. Army after Scranton Central High School and then uh, worked for the U.S. Postal Service. And I, well, another thing I just noted, because I have such an affinity for them now, uh, after my father's operation, Dr. Lear Von Koch, he, his family uh, wants to thank and his PA, physician's assistant, Jennifer Arnold, as well as the nursing staff at uh, Commonwealth Health, the old Mercy Hospital. Then there's Wayne McGladry. Passed away in York, Pennsylvania, but he was born in Scranton. Survived by his wife, Dawn, and their four children. Uh, He was not only in the military, but he served... 10 years in the the United States Army Reserves, and then he was a state policeman for 25 years, from 1969 to 1994. Uh, Gail Andrews of Taylor. She spent the entirety of her career with the United States Army. She was a traffic management specialist. 
She provided key support during Operation Desert Storm. It was her honor and privilege to have served our country's military members and their families for many decades. Gail Andrews. Bill Cusick, Scranton. Wife of 55 years, Margaret Peggy Cusick, survives him. Drafted in the U.S. Army right out of the University of Scranton. Three children. A career accountant finishing up with his own firm, a CPA. Tony Fata, just 49, sudden heart attack, survived by his wife Susan, as well as his four children, as young as 13. U.S. veteran having served in the United States Marine Corps. And on top of that, he was a Baltimore City cop. Tony Fata. And I noticed his mom, Nancy Artabane. Condolences to all of these families. Attorney James Pizzito, who I knew well. 80 years old, Crystal Lake. Carbondale guy. U.S. Army, he was a disabled veteran. Worked for my buddy Frank Serafini when he was a state representative. He was a lawyer. And as one of the last things he did, in honor of his father and uncles who were breaker boys in the old coal industry, he donated 70 acres of land near Murley Sarnowski Park up in Carbondale. And they're going to call it the Spazito Preserve. So good veterans today and sad that we lost them. And uh, as I always say, we shall not see their likes again. Well, Donald Trump, now the guy who wasn't on the stage, the ninth guy. And I don't know who's going to peel off from the crowd I guess the next uh, debate is in September on the Fox News Channel, Business News Channel. Um, Donald Trump is reporting to prison. Now, 19 people, including Rudy Giuliani, uh, are part of this alleged conspiracy. Now, this is a disgrace by another Soros DA who is clearly, I mean, she won't do her job to convict criminals, but she'll, she will utilize all of these resources for a bull spit claim about, what, election conspiracy? She's actually bringing a criminal RICO case. Racketeer-influenced corrupt organization. Now, what that organization is, I don't know. The Trump... Unbelievable. So 19 people, the resources of even a big city district attorney's department. The same thing in Manhattan. They won't prosecute violent criminals. They won't prosecute petty criminals who will become violent criminals. They're disserving the people they represent 
but they get to deflect and get the glory, the honor, and the attention of going after people like Trump and Giuliani. It's a disgrace. It's sickening. Absolutely sickening. I I, got to tell you. Somebody texted in, what is going on with Fetterman? (laughs) Well, he got past the August 18th date, so if he resigns, Shapiro gets to a point. So we'll get another reliable left-wing lunatic in the United States Senate to replace Fetterman. And all of you who voted for Fetterman, be ashamed. Be very ashamed of what you did. What a disgrace. <sighs> Somebody takes in Bob Bom Dia Roberto, which would be good day. A little bit of Brazilian Portuguese to keep you going. I, you know, I was in prison with a, a lot of Portuguese uh, characters. They were Portuguese American, and uh, they were they were great, <laughs> real tough guys. Uh, they continue LTS. I knew that watching the debate last night was going to be a non-starter event that would devolve into a waste of time. Eh, not really, though. I, I want to see who's the backup in case Trump falters or the dream of some on the left that he he's, Trump is prevented from running. They continue. Therefore, I plan my evening to be a beneficial one to me. I slept. <laughs> Hoping you have a wonderful day, my friend. As always, Ernie from Falls. Thank you, Ernie. <sighs> Somebody says, hey, but Trump admires Putin. What does that say about Trump's character and his supporters? He doesn't admire Putin for anything other than the genius that is Putin. I mean, he climbed to the top of this... Uh, not not a democracy, but whatever they call it over there. He's made himself president for life. He's made himself a multi, multi, multi-billionaire. He's, despite this huge misstep in Ukraine, he's still firmly in the grip of power. You never heard of an evil genius? That's what Putin is. What he's done is is amazing. Now, these are all neutral words unless you're hearing what you want to hear something. Trump dealt very credibly with Putin, which Joe Biden cannot and did not. And that's why we have Ukraine war. Trump did the one thing that Putin feared most, and that was the most in his face while talking nicely. And he did that with Xi Jinping. He did that with, and that's because his instincts are so good about people. Whether you say that's because he's a bad guy too, fine, say whatever you want. But he handled these autocrats exceptionally well. He praised them publicly. He praised their abilities. And yet he put a gun to their head. And American energy and the American military were those guns. 
in the case of Putin. He did a great job. Johnny, did we do the weather or did I go way over? Okay. I, I went way over. I because we gotta we gotta hear from um Oliver Anthony and all that stuff. But all right, when you get me going, you get me going. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. I do, I truly do. We'll take this break. Bob Cadaro with you on the eponymous show. We will roll on after this message. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The tent sales going on at Dunmore Lumber, our hourly sponsor. Today, tomorrow, and Saturday, they've got all kinds of closeout items in addition to their normal inventory. And the gang's there ready to serve you. Our friend Bobby Blaker stepping up to the plate. Gary, who we love, has uh, retired. I don't know if he's pitching in for this event, but uh, boy. That was a that was a big change. Now listen, I got callers on, but I want to do this because I forgot yesterday. I read the beautiful uh, Mother Teresa quote yesterday that Mary Regina has sent, but I read it to myself and thought I read it to you. So here she is for August twenty third, Saint Teresa. She says, "Here is another paradox: when you don't have anything, then you have everything. Having nothing liberates you in unimaginable ways." Be careful what you become attached to. In the end, we have to give it all up anyway. But it is not true that we leave this world with nothing, just as we came into the world with nothing. We can't think, take things or money with us, but we take all the love we have allowed God to fill us with. Mother Teresa for August 23rd. You know, how could you miss that? What a great uh, daily saying. And, and it is so true. Uh, this is what, and I told you I read uh, Bishop Robert Barron every day, and 
and the uh, you know the daily readings, Catholic readings uh, on uh, word on from word on fire, and what they will tell you is striving and achieving for you know great material goods is fine as long as they don't end up owning you. Being rich is fine as long as the money doesn't end up owning you instead of the other way around and and that it's not ever your be-all and end-all. You could love a big car, all that stuff. And, and that's what Mother Teresa is talking about here. So for August 24th, she tells us, we fear the future because we are wasting the today. So focus on what you're doing today. You won't fear the future. Thank you, Mother Teresa, St. Teresa, and, of course, Mary Regina. And uh, my apologies to all of you for uh, and to St. Teresa in particular for not getting that in yesterday. All right. We've got, uh, let's go in order, Donald from Pittston on the debate. Hi, Donald. Oh, yeah, your guy won, no, DeSantis, I have to say, because I'm an honest man. He looked at the camera, he didn't attack anybody, he just talked about his record of accomplishments. You know what, though, Donald, let me ask you, and you, you, you I'm not old enough to remember it, but I've looked at it millions of times, uh, the, the Nixon-Kennedy debate when Nixon was unshaven. I mean, when he came on, it was like he had, he had a five o'clock shadow, well, and I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm of myself, your age, but uh, when, when, yeah, right, exactly. I, I, I did. It, I'm a political historian. What Nixon did, he oh, it was crazy. What he did, uh, he, he actually had a conversation with Kennedy, and Kennedy said, "What are you crazy? I'm not going to wear makeup. I would never do something like you know what I mean." And Kennedy put the makeup on, and Nixon went and uh, he was wondering if he could shave. They showed the video recordings, and he said, "Maybe I should shave." Yeah, and he did. And, he, he, <laughs> and they both he thought they both kinda, thought it would be effeminate. The difference he was bought, so what he did, he bought some kind of chalk. And yes, a, <laughs> they, they did pancake on him. And and uh, yeah. the the unfortunate part for uh, Nixon was Kennedy prepared for the debate in Palm uh, Beach, Florida, and so he had a tan, which is the best makeup. And then Nixon, everything went wrong that could go wrong. Murphy's like, yeah. banged his foot off the cab, yeah. getting out of the cab, and he, he couldn't. He was a clumsy it, it guy. Was, his foot was killing him, like, driving, <laughs> like the guy with the Achilles heel. He, no medicine for it. And he was, yeah, it was But, you, was but you, a, you thought DeSantis won the debate, though. That's, I, yeah, I, I, I don't, think, he, I don't else, think anybody so. won. He didn't lose any ground. But thank you, but, Donald. But they didn't. I, I, we got to run because I want to get these other calls in. But I appreciate it, my friend. Uh, Wayne from Einan, how are you? Good, Robert. LTS and all that good stuff. LTS back okay. at you. Yeah, and uh, I just think uh, back a while ago, many who were back when Trump was in office, when they mentioned that he loved Putin, okay, for two days after he made that statement, nobody nobody made nobody made any comments. And then all of a sudden the press came out and said he loved Putin. And that's when everything started to hit the fan. You know, it took I, about two days for a Democrat to even mention it. And 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 it was all bullspit. And Trump played those guys. You know, and they may have been look at people at that level. They know they're being played, but they prefer to be played than to be abused, which idiot Biden did uh, yeah. with Putin. I mean, because they've got they've got. Amazing and, and incredible insecurities. Don't tweak their insecurities unless it's of benefit to the United States. And Trump did not do that. He praised them 
and then yeah. hammered them simultaneously. It was it was the way it should be. That's the way it should be. And people should kind of still respect Putin, not because of the war or anything like that, okay? But he's a very dangerous man. Yes. Okay, and he does have a lot of a lot of very dangerous weapons that he can fling anywhere. So we have to be careful with that. Okay? And, 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 also, and Wayne, as I was pointing out when, when somebody texted that in, Trump did the one thing that Putin feared most. He was trying to steal an energy business from them in Europe, and he was opening the spigots in America, which made we were on the verge of of energy dominance, and we were the pivot player in the world energy markets even then, and we were going to be more, and that's what Putin, Putin feared the most. Yeah, because he would he would have lost a lot of money in the out in the open markets out there. That's why. Yeah. You know, if we if we stayed energy efficient. And I'm with you on DeSantis. I think he's the only one that really uh to me seems like he had a lot of self confidence in himself. Yeah, he was he and he did not he he didn't get ignorant in the debate, but I, I noted very early on that he he broke in and broke convention in the North American Treaty Organization held its first meeting, 1949. And you heard Secretary of State Johnson and uh, under the great President Harry S. Truman. Uh, a lot of back and forth on the uh, Donald Trump deal with Putin. Listen, Donald Trump talks too much. He did as president. He certainly did after the election. If he shut his mouth, obviously things would be better. But in the context of how he handled Putin, Kim Jong-un, and Xi Jinping in particular, people that he dealt with across a table and that we had trade relationships with, business relationships with, cultural exchanges with, it was solid. He had a great Secretary of State, not the first Secretary, but Mike Pompeo. But he talked to them and about them like they were great. He flattered them. He buttered them up. But his policies were rock-solid America first. And anyone who doesn't know that or see that is being willfully ignorant. And I actually had somebody text in saying Joe Biden has stood up to uh, Putin. Well, then why is Putin in the Ukraine if he stood up to him? This weak, doddering, old, corrupt idiot. I can't even believe you're even bringing up that idiot's name. He's a lesser form of life. Biden and his whole family, they're trash. They're users. And they've used you, and you're stupid enough to let them keep doing it. So (laughs) I feel sorry for you. You're going to go around blind man without a cane. Joe from Berwick, how are you? Oh, I'm doing well, Bob. Thank you. So I just want to bring something up because I, I saw something on TikTok last night that was pretty heart wrenching. 
There was a person who identified themselves as a native Hawaiian, and they were taking live stream video of what was going on there. And here's what they explained. They showed all the burned up cars on this highway because they said the police had shut the place down. They had to, obey, they had to leave the cars there because they were trapped. They, they said that they, they showed video of people bobbing in the ocean to get away from the inferno. They, they talked about how the water was shut off and people couldn't even protect their homes. Uh, they also talked about how all these bodies that we're talking about missing were people like old people and children that they're alleging were trapped in their homes. They couldn't get out and they basically burned alive. Uh, and, and what they said is they said, we don't want this to die. We don't want, because they said, you're not going to get the truth. And they said the richest 1% are just waiting to come in and get all this land off us. That is, this made me think of two things. And, and you're going to know who I'm talking about, and I won't even have to mention names. Two of the wealthiest people in the world who preach the gospel of redistribution, and one of which still has security clearance and ties to the current White House, could easily have gotten together with another very wealthy one percenter and gone to San Francisco to beleaguered San Francisco stores and said, we will buy up everything you have under lock and key, give it to us at whatever cost, here's a check. And they could have used their connections to get that stuff loaded onto military aircraft immediately and landed it in Hawaii. They could have done that. They didn't, and, and and you see this to me, this to me says a lot about what people truly believe when you see how they react in situations like this. Well, no, Joe, they want uh, the 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 left wing, be they rich or poor, they want your money to do that, <laughs> not well, theirs. I, I mean, that. come I on, understand. Joe. <laughs> but you know. One other thing, Bob, uh, if there are people out there who do really enjoy getting in touch with their Congress people and putting pressure on them, you know what I think would be a great thing to do for Congress to pass a law protecting the deed holders in Hawaii right now until they can get some kind of aid in there so people don't have to desperately sell their properties? Well, the interesting part about this and the sad part, uh, and, and it is a point, it's, there could be a land grab out there from normal, everyday Hawaiians because they're they're wiped out. And they could get their insurance money, sell their land, and move on. And the wealthy can get wealthier in this uh, weather paradise because it's not like it was a, a, a reoccurring natural event. I mean, it's not going to yeah. happen again. You're not going to have a water, a guy in charge of water resources doesn't give you water for five hours. You're not going to have the utility not clear cut around its power lines again. So it's a pretty safe, yeah. safe bet to buy this land at a discount. Uh, good point. I appreciate that, Joe. Thank you. Well, it's 11 o'clock, and we've got to do the news. And Brian Hughes is ready for action with that. And so I'm ready to, to give way, and then we will come back and continue on the Club for Common Sense, the Bob Cordaro Show. WYLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 